Hey, it's Ian Altman, and welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast. This week's topic comes to us from Sharon, who is a member of the Same Side Selling Academy. If you want to see the question she raised, visit samesidesellingacademy.com, and you can join there absolutely for free. So Sharon's question was, efficient ways to build and continue to grow a quality pipeline. And so I asked people in the group, what topics would you like me to cover? That was the first response. It came from Sharon, and I thought it was a great one. So that's what we're going to cover today. And I'm going to kind of give you the building blocks that I think are essential to effectively building a pipeline. See, some people fall into the trap of focusing on kind of playing a numbers game. And I am a big fan of taking a much more surgical approach to how you go after new business. And so the first thing we want to start with is a clear definition of the problems you solve, what my buddy Bob London would call the elevator rant. So what does it sound like in your customers' words that they would be describing that when you hear it, you think, man, nobody is better at solving that than we are. In fact, they're lucky to be in this place with us because I can really help them, what does it sound like in their words? Because we want to make sure that we are starting our process by metaphorically seeking out the symptoms that we're good at treating. See, you're not just trying to find people with a pulse. You're not just trying to find anybody who fits a certain arbitrary profile. Instead, your job is to find people who are having the problems that you're best at solving and then figure out how we get in front of those people. And the way we build that approach or the way we target those accounts is by taking those elevator rants, those problems we solve, and feeding them into the same side pitch. It's something that in Chapter 4 of Same Side Selling, Jack Quarles and I wrote about called Entice, Disarm, and Discover. We call it the same side pitch, Entice, Disarm, and Discover. First, we entice by sharing problems that we solve with dramatic or extraordinary results. We then disarm the notion that we're just there to sell something by acknowledging that not everybody's a good fit for us. And then we trigger a discovery phase to learn more about their situation to see whether or not we can help. So let's say I was selling IT services. Or for that matter, I'm going to use an example of a client of mine. So the people at GPS Insight, um, they're based out of Arizona, have, have been really doing amazingly well with same-side selling. In fact, I should have Jason Walker, their VP of sales, on as a guest um, in the coming months because he really does some cool stuff with their team. And for the longest time, people would ask what they do, and they said, oh, well, you know, we provide tracking for fleet. So fleet management, if you want to track, if you want to make sure that people are safe, they're making the most efficient use of fuel, um, they're coming back on their idling time, they're getting gas at the right places, their trucks aren't being used in other, other um, engagements outside of work, whatever. These are all things that they do. And so what happened is a lot of times people would focus on just the tracking side of it. And when they started thinking about the problems that they solve for their clients, what they realized is, look, one of the biggest problems we solve for them is just the uncertainty of whether or not the routing they have is efficient. And in some cases, it could be that a client of theirs really is providing substandard service to their customers via their fleet. So all of a sudden, the elevator rants that they can come up with are things like, let's say it was a big power company, or let's say it was a utility company or a cable company. They could say, man, 
our clients are sick and tired of our crews not getting out to them in time. And in fact, our crews are spending too much time um, between calls. Our clients are getting frustrated, and by the time they do show up, it's a terrible experience for everybody. So if that's their rant, what they can say is, look, our clients come to us when they're sick and tired of disappointing their customers and their employees because no one knows when someone's going to show up. By the time they show up, they're upset, and it creates tension for everybody. For the right organizations, this is now the same side pitch, for the right organizations, they tell us that, man, we give them full transparency to that, allow them to cut their windows of delivery time for their clients from eight hours to a couple hours. It improves morale for their employees, improves satisfaction of their customers, and everybody wins. But the way we approach that isn't the right fit for everybody. So I don't yet know if we can help you, but if that's something you're facing, I'm happy to learn more to see whether or not we might be able to help. So the formula of the same side pitch is entice by sharing the problems you solve with the dramatic results, disarm the notion you're just there to sell something by acknowledging that not everyone's a fit for you, and then triggering a discovery phase to learn more about their situation to see if we can help. So this way we have, we have a way that when we're reaching out to people, we're not showing up as someone who's just there to sell. We're showing up as someone who's there to solve. If you have a problem like this, we have a great track record for helping you solve it. And if you don't have that problem, there's not much for us to talk about. So once you know these problems that you're good at solving – then it's time to identify the ideal client or the profile of that ideal client. And the profile of that ideal client might be, well, anybody who manages a fleet with more than X number of vehicles, where timeliness and efficiency of their fleet is really important. So we're not just saying anybody with more than 20 vehicles. We're saying if you have a fleet and these things are important, those are the types of organizations we focus on. So you might look for indicators that they have, let's say, a fleet, and then within that fleet, you say, okay, now that we know these people have, have a fleet, what I want to know is who's also talking about customer service on their websites. And one of the best tools you can use for that is your network on LinkedIn. The notion of cold calling really isn't that important anymore because you should be able to find a secondary, at a minimum, connection to just about anybody you would want to meet and then get a warm introduction through those people. And so by taking this approach, we're actually getting a much better way of pursuing opportunities with potential clients because now we're actually able to focus on the important things for those, for those individuals through somebody they already trust. And part of it is finding those level of contacts. And, and, and by the way, this brings me to a little segue um, to mention mention one of our sponsors. Um, so oftentimes I'm talking to people who are trying to find the right clients for them, and more importantly, they're often trying to find the right candidates to grow their organization. And the thing you have to recognize is that the rock star salesperson, the rock star sales leader who you're looking for, isn't looking for a job right now. In fact, they're probably perfectly content crushing it for somebody else. And that's where the guys at Peak Sales Recruiting come in. See, I spent some time talking to them about their process and approach before we invited them to become a sponsor. And they'll actually seek out the right fit through their networks and help those people understand why they would be better off working for you than for the company they're working for today. So if you want to learn more about finding the ideal candidates to help grow your business, just visit peaksalesrecruiting.com slash Ian, and I'm sure they can help. 
So once we reach out, once we use our network to find these ideal individuals and we say, man, these are the people we're looking for, they're probably going to fall into one of three different categories of contacts. One level of contact is going to be somebody where you say, you know what, they're probably a, a potential direct fit. This is somebody who probably has a pretty good chance of having the responsibility and is going to care about the stuff that we do. And these people are likely directly involved with our area of influence. In essence, the kind of stuff that we solve, these people are probably involved in that day to day. The next level is the people who are tangentially related, meaning let's say this was staying with this GPS insight example. Let's say that their ideal client is somebody who is on the fleet management side. But guess what? The operations people also, though they may not be directly involved with this fleet management, are definitely going to care about how this impacts other parts of their business. So they're tangentially related. And then the third level contact is someone who falls into a category of, of a referral source, meaning, look, they're probably not a primary or secondary beneficiary of what we do, but they're a part of that organization. And so at that level, the way I reach out to them would be different. So in those first two categories, either direct or indirect contact, what we want to do is we want to reach out and say, these are the types of challenges that we find, that, that that we help people solve. So we're good at solving these sorts of problems, and I know you've got a fleet, and so this may be applicable to you. And even though we've solved this for other people, it doesn't necessarily mean we can solve it for you, but if this is something you're facing, I'm happy to learn more to see if we might be able to help. In the referral source, we want to soften that a little bit that says, look, I realize this isn't something that you probably deal with, but it's also possible that people inside your organization might be struggling with this, or there might be one or two people you know who would be the right people for me to talk to to see whether or not we might be able to help. And it's very important to ask about the one or two people who might be able to help instead of asking for, do you know anybody? Because an interesting thing happens with your brain. When I ask you, do you know of one or two people, your brain automatically says, here's the first person, here's the second person. If I say, do you know anybody, it just creates a bucket and doesn't really assign names to it. And it makes it harder for those people to then produce referrals later. So this is an effective way to build a strategy for your pipeline. So first, start with the problems you solve. Tie that into a same-side pitch so that you're you follow the method of entice, disarm, and discover. Then figure out the profile of the client you can best serve and use your LinkedIn network to figure those out. Then recognize that once you get find contacts in those accounts, they're probably going to fall into one of three categories. Either going to be somebody who is a potential direct fit, someone who's tangentially related, maybe a secondary um, beneficiary of your solution, and then the third one, the referral source. And in essence, all we're doing is we're taking a soft approach in each case saying, look, just because we've helped other people solve this sort of problem doesn't necessarily mean that you have the same need or that we can help you. And hopefully, this gives you an approach to selling that everybody can embrace, even your customer. And remember, this show gets a direction from you, the listener. If there's a topic you'd like me to cover, like Sharon asked for, or a guest you think I should have on the program, just drop me a note to ian at ianaltman.com. Have an amazing week, add value, and grow revenue in a way everybody can embrace, even your customer.